We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge apply. Ctmobile.com. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friend at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did. America faces a choice. This is Battleground America. Here's Tara Servatius. The Democrats want energy prices to be high because they want to uh, end American production of fossil fuels, oil and gas and coal. They may not say it in the 45 days before an election. They may rely on gimmicks like releasing oil from the Strategic Petroleum Reserve, which is also dangerous to our national security. But mark my words, on November 9th, the Democrats are going to go back to openly waging war on American oil, gas, and coal. He's right. And that war will be brutal. Which is why it's so important to understand what Joe Biden just did and how it could completely change your life, our lives, your children's lives. If there's one thing to understand economically, and today's podcast picks up where yesterday's leaves off. There is one country on the face of the earth that has de facto economic veto power over the U.S. And it's not the country you would think. One country that can destroy our standard of living, knock us back to third world status economically, destroy an entire generation, maybe two economically. One country holds a god-awful level of power over us. And it is that country in whose face Joe Biden just spat. That country is Saudi Arabia. Here's why. Saudi Arabia is the de facto head of OPEC. So as the head turns, OPEC will go. We cut a deal with Saudi Arabia in the 1970s. It was a really bad deal, actually, that we would decouple our currency, our dollar, from gold for its value and essentially attach it to Saudi oil instead. Here's the deal cut by Kissinger and Nixon. We would serve as Saudi Arabia's de facto military, navy, weapon supplier. And in return, they'd sell their vast amounts of oil for dollars. In other words, anybody who wants to buy barrels of oil from them has to change their currency into American dollars and then buy the oil. This created a massive and entirely fake demand for the dollar that gives you the lifestyle you have today. A lifestyle, a level of individual wealth found nowhere else in the world. Ever travel anywhere? One of the most shocking places I ever went was Europe. And what surprised me was how old the stuff was. All our stuff was new. I had um, just worked in my first job after college when I went. It was for a construction company. So I was really aware of, noticed, grading machines, grading activity, construction activity. As I traveled in the UK, I was shocked to find there was none. We hiked from one end to the other. I never saw a single piece of construction equipment. Those fortunate enough to have homes inherited them. 
They'd been in families for generations. Why was the U.S. so shiny, so new? Why do we have the lifestyle that we do? Well, capitalism and freedom, yes, that is a big part of it. Innovation, which comes from here like nowhere else. But a big part of it is the petrodollar. That deal we stuck with Saudi Arabia. Saudi Arabia, the de facto head of OPEC, then turned around. Um, and OPEC has sold its oil for dollars. If that were to ever end suddenly, it would be a god-awful, unmitigated disaster. Because if Saudi Arabia, and God forbid OPEC, were to stop forcing people to change into dollars... Um, To buy energy or certain grades of energy, the dollar would immediately fall in value. Inflation would go through the roof and a chain reaction would begin. A terrible chain reaction. See, because of the power of the dollar that comes from energy sales in it, it's the world's reserve currency. So most major companies and countries keep their reserves, their savings accounts in dollars because it's thought to be the safest. Saudi Arabia can take a wrecking ball to that anytime they want. And that's exactly what Russia and China want them to do. If your secret agenda as a Democrat president was actually to destroy America, to destroy the American economy, to be able to claim capitalism failed and you need to take over industry and nationalize it, this would be the easiest and fastest way to get there. Americans might not even figure it out. They don't even understand the source of so much of our wealth. The reason we can print trillions of dollars with little consequence, but Zimbabwe tries it and they end up with inflation and the triple digits. Remember the pictures of Barack Obama going to Saudi Arabia and how the right mocked him for bowing the way he did, almost as if he were a servant or a slave? This is why. Trump didn't bow quite as low as Obama did, but you'll find pictures of Trump subserviently bowing too. Ditto for George W. Bush. Why? Because we have to bow. We've built our whole lifestyle around this fake, bizarre arrangement, which until Biden took office, Saudi Arabia seemed perfectly happy to continue. But he wouldn't shut up, going on and on and on about the assassination of Jamal Khashoggi, despite the denials of the Saudi government. Khashoggi was a worthless guy. Quite frankly, I don't care what happened to him. He was an Al-Qaeda sympathizer and a member of the Muslim Brotherhood. But Biden slapped the Saudi regime with it over and over and over again. Almost as if he were trying to get them to drop the petrodollar. It was senseless, but Joe is often senseless. Roll forward to what's going on now, and you can see the full horror of it. Joe Biden went to Saudi Arabia this summer. And he was pretending, pretending that he was from a country that didn't have any oil. He expected the Saudis to pretend along with him. And so he went to beg. Despite the Saudi finance minister lecturing him before the cameras, explaining, well, look, if if y'all want to want more oil, I mean, you just, you haven't built refining capacity. You, you, You need to get it yourself. It wasn't what Biden wanted. He wanted Saudi Arabia to play along like the European heads of state do. When Biden's trying to hose his idiot followers. See, Biden had cut production as much as OPEC did last week. This is why oil prices are so high. Saudi Arabia knew that. It was a slap across their face for Joe Biden to even come to them. They got the point exactly. Biden was using them as props so that the mainstream media could hose his brain dead followers into thinking this was somehow Saudi Arabia's fault. They knew what he was doing. Nobody had bought the idea that Putin had caused this. So they were next up in the blame game and they didn't appreciate it. Fast forward to last week. 
when Biden's reaction to OPEC and the Saudis announcing they would cut production by 2 million barrels a day. Why would they choose that number, by the way? Because it's almost exactly the number Joe Biden himself cut production by. Production of American oil. I've always thought Biden and the Democrats did that regulatorily because Biden has executive power over federal lands where we get 20 to 25 percent of our oil and natural gas. I've always thought Biden hit exactly that number to knock control of oil prices into OPEC's realm. Again, we were controlling them before. So OPEC went and picked the same number. Why? Because Biden had already cut oil production by that much. How could he, we, they, anyone with any common sense objective, they did it. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Well, the problem is Biden's about to get his butt kicked in this midterm and he needs a fall guy and nobody's buying that it's Putin, not even in polls, his own supporters. So playing along with the game last week, Biden did the unthinkable. It made me gasp when I saw it. He threatened the Saudis announcing he would reassess the U.S. alliance with the oil-rich Saudis and might not sell the military equipment anymore. <sighs> Understand, they hold all the economic cards. We hold no economic cards. Biden went a step further, almost as if he was trying to destroy our country, telling the Saudis we might not have the same relationship anymore. We might have to reassess it. We might not sell you military equipment. Okay, just for background, the Chinese and the Russians have been desperately trying to sell the Saudis this equipment. Why? They want to take our place with the petrodollar. They have offered to do what we are doing. When Biden says he'll reassess the relationship, he's reneging. This is how the Saudis hear it. He's reneging on that 1970s offer, saying, fine, we won't be your military anymore. We won't send our young men to die in the Middle East for whatever you want to do and then lie to and hose our voters and tell them it's in the national interest when we're just acting as your military. Well, that freed the Saudis to pursue the same relationship elsewhere. On Biden's part, it's play acting. He's going into the midterms. He is going to lose badly, according to the polling, and he needs a fall guy. So he's just hoping the Saudis would play along. They're not. They're pissed. And they've been pissed since Joe Biden has been running around screaming about Khashoggi. They fired a warning shot earlier this year. It was terrifying when they met with China to discuss selling China its oil in its own currency, not ours. That was the shot over the bow. Now, for 20 years, Russia and of late China have been promising to dethrone the petrodollar, dethrone the dollar as the world's main currency. They're not even hiding it. This is their goal because they know they will crush America underfoot just as surely as if they'd bombed our major cities. But how to do it? Russia and China never figured it out. And so for 20 years, they shook their fist and vowed to defeat the petrodollar until Joe Biden. The story I'm telling you right now is one of the most important of our lifetimes. 
Notice the media never tells it. That's how you know it's important. They like to keep you in the dark. So what happened earlier this year? Well, there have been multiple press conferences by the BRICS countries. That's, again, Brazil, India, Russia, China, and South Africa to announce they're launching their basket of currencies to take on the dollar head on. They're not even hiding it. It's on. This is a currency war. And they weren't really getting very far. It was dangerous, but they weren't getting very far until Biden dropkicked the Saudis after spitting in their faces. It was a breathtakingly risky move and a pointless one. So Crown Prince, Prince Mohammed bin Salman sent his cousin out to issue a violent threat. And Saad al Salam raged into the camera. Talking about Biden, anybody who challenges the existence of this kingdom, we are all projects of jihad and martyrdom, he said. Anybody that thinks they can threaten us. And he held his fist up to the camera. Folks, well, on the heels of that came this. Saudi Arabia has switched sides in the currency war. Soon after, the president of South Africa, Cyril Ramaphosa, announced that Saudi Arabia had formally asked to be part of BRICS and that when they meet at their summit next summer, it will be considered. What does that mean? That would mean Saudi Arabia is changing sides in the currency war. That would mean that not only are they not propping up our dollar and its supremely fake value um, because of all those, you know, transactions it would no longer be needed for. No, no, no. They were going to war with us on the side of Russia and China and India. They would be, as members of the BRICS coalition, part of the basket of currencies. In other words, they want to carve up a little piece of our wealth for themselves because when your currency is used in that way, is part of the system, you get richer because its value is higher. The South African president also noted that a number of other countries are approaching BRICS members and have given them uh, the same answer that they will consider it this summer. But Saudi Arabia is getting a vote. I cannot underline for you the epic scale of this disaster were they to be admitted and formally go into a currency war against us. And you almost have to wonder, is Biden doing this on purpose? After all, he could destroy the currency, wreck the economy, nationalize industry as people wander in the forest economically for a generation. They could destroy capitalism. They could have a run at total power. And they could blame it all on foreign policy of Saudi Arabia and Russia and all their usual scapegoats. Are they deliberately provoking Saudi Arabia trying to destroy our dollar? Or is Joe just that dumb? Well, whatever the case, the fallout would be the same. Now, will the world go for this basket of currencies over the dollar? I don't know. We'll see. But the bottom line here is, even if it doesn't, and Saudi Arabia drops the dollar in its energy transactions and others follow... Well, something will replace the dollar and we will never replace the lifestyle, the hegemony, the leadership in the world that we knew and that we take for granted. And Joe Biden did it all. The biggest single foreign policy blunder in 100 years. That's what it'll be. That's how long the dollar has reigned supreme.
Terra Servatius. Please subscribe on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your favorite podcasts. Share with friends, family, and other free thinkers. Thanks for listening. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.